Welcome to this episode of our podcast where we'll be talking about something that's super important, knowing yourself and what really matters to you. You see, we live in a world that's constantly bombarding us with messages about who we should be, what we should do, and what we should care about. It's easy to get caught up in all of this noise and lose sight of what truly matters to us as individuals. That's why taking the time to really get to know yourself is so crucial. It's about figuring out what you're passionate about, what makes you happy, and what you truly value value in life. Because when you have a clear understanding of these things, you'll be much more likely to make decisions that align with your true self and bring you genuine fulfillment. But here's the thing, knowing yourself isn't always easy. It takes time, effort, and a willingness to be honest with yourself. You might need to try new things, explore different interests, and reflect on your experiences to really get a sense of who you are and what matters to you. But trust me, it's worth it. When you know yourself and what matters to you, you'll feel more confident in your choices and more content with your life. You'll be able to set goals that are truly meaningful to you and you'll be motivated to work towards them with purpose and passion. So, how can you get started on this journey of self-discovery? Well, there's no one-size-fits-all answer to that question, but here are a few things you could try. Take some time to reflect on your past experiences and what you enjoyed or didn't enjoy about them. You see, we all have a ton of experiences throughout our lives, some good, some bad, and some just okay. But how often do we take the time to really think about what we learned from those experiences and how they shaped us? Taking some time to reflect on your past experiences can be super valuable. It can help you understand what you're really passionate about, what makes you happy, and what you want to pursue in the future. So, how do you start reflecting on your past experiences? Well, it's pretty simple. Here are a few things you can do. Make a list of your most significant experiences, both positive and negative. This could include things like a great vacation, a difficult breakup, a challenging project at work, or a big achievement. Think about what you enjoyed or didn't enjoy about each experience. What did you learn? What would you do differently if you could go back in time? Consider how each experience has shaped you as a person. Did it teach you something about yourself or the world around you? Did it change your perspective on something? By reflecting on your past experiences in this way, you can start to see patterns and themes emerge. You might realize that you're really passionate about helping others or that you love working on creative projects. You might also recognize areas where you need to grow or learn more. Remember, taking some time to reflect on your past experiences isn't about dwelling on the past or regretting past mistakes. It's about learning from those experiences so that you can make better choices in the future. Another thing is to try out new hobbies or activities that you've always been curious about. Have you ever found yourself interested in something but hesitated to give it a try? Maybe you were worried that you wouldn't be good at it or that it would be too time-consuming or expensive. But the truth is, trying out new hobbies or activities Activities can be an incredibly rewarding experience. First of all, trying out new things can help you break out of your comfort zone and discover new talents and passions. Maybe you've always been interested in painting, but never had the chance to give it a try. By taking a painting class or buying some supplies and experimenting on your own, you might discover a hidden talent that you never knew you had. Trying out new hobbies or activities can also be a great way to meet new people and make new friends. If you join a club or group that's focused 
focus on a particular hobby or interest, you'll already have something in common with the other members. This can make it easier to connect and form meaningful relationships. And finally, trying out new hobbies or activities can simply be a fun way to spend your free time. Life can be stressful and overwhelming at times, and having a hobby that you enjoy can be a great way to unwind and recharge. So, how do you go about trying out new hobbies or activities? Here are a few ideas. Make a list of things that you've always been curious about. This could be anything from rock climbing to calligraphy to salsa dancing. Research local classes, clubs, or groups that are focused on these hobbies or activities. Don't be afraid to start small. You don't need to invest a ton of time or money into something before you know if you enjoy it. Try out a free trial class or borrow equipment from a friend before committing. Be open-minded and willing to try new things. You might be surprised at what you end up enjoying. One more thing is to pay attention to your emotions and what triggers them. This can give you clues about what's really important to you. Have you ever found yourself feeling really emotional about something, but you're not quite sure why? Maybe you're feeling angry, sad, or anxious, and you can't pinpoint exactly what's causing those feelings. Well, the truth is, our emotions are often clues to what's really important to us. For example, if you find yourself getting really angry when someone makes a comment about your work, it might be because your career is something that's really important to you. If you feel anxious when you're in a large group of people, it might be because social connections are important to you. By paying attention to your emotions and what triggers them, you can start to gain insight into what really matters to you. This can be incredibly valuable when it comes to making decisions about your life and your priorities. So, how do you go about paying attention to your emotions? Here are a few tips. When you're feeling strong emotions, take a few minutes to really think about what's causing those feelings. Is it a particular person, situation, or comment? Consider whether this is a pattern that you've noticed before. Have you felt this way in similar situations in the past? Think about what values or beliefs might be underlying your emotions. For example, if you're feeling angry about a comment on your work, it might be because you value recognition or respect. By paying attention to your emotions, in this way, you can start to understand yourself better and make choices that align with your values and priorities. Another helpful thing is to surround yourself with people who support and encourage you to be your authentic self. Have you ever felt like you had to put on a mask or pretend to be someone you're not in order to fit in with a certain group of people? It can be exhausting and draining to constantly hide parts of yourself. That's why it's so important to find people who accept you for who you are and encourage you to be your authentic self. When you surround yourself with people who support and encourage you to be yourself, you'll feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin. You won't have to worry about pretending to be someone you're not or hiding parts of yourself that you're afraid others won't accept. In addition, being around people who encourage you to be your authentic self can help you grow and develop as a person. When you're not afraid to be yourself, you'll be more likely to take risks and pursue your passions. You'll also be more open to feedback and constructive criticism because you'll know that it's coming from a place of support and encouragement. So, how do you go about finding people who support and encourage you to be your authentic self? Here are a few tips. Look for people who share your values and interests. When you have things in common with someone, it's easier to be yourself around them. Pay attention to how people respond to you when you share your thoughts and feelings. Do they listen attentively and offer support, or do they dismiss or criticize you? Don't be afraid to be vulnerable and share your true self with others. When you're open and honest, you'll attract people who appreciate and value you for who you are. 
By surrounding yourself with people who support and encourage you to be your authentic self, you'll be happier, more fulfilled, and more successful in all areas of your life. Another thing is understanding your strengths and weaknesses is an important part of personal growth and development. When you know what you're good at, you can leverage those strengths to achieve your goals and be successful. And when you know what your weaknesses are, you can work on improving them and becoming a better version of yourself. So how do you go about identifying your strengths and weaknesses? Here are a few tips. Take some time to reflect on your past experiences. What were you good at? What did you struggle with? Ask others for feedback. Sometimes we're not aware of our own strengths and weaknesses, but other people can see them more clearly. Try new things and take on challenges. When you step outside of your comfort zone, you'll learn more about yourself and what you're capable of. When you're identifying your strengths, look for things that come naturally to you and that you enjoy doing. Your strengths might include things like being a good communicator, having a positive attitude, or being able to solve problems quickly. When you're identifying your weaknesses, be honest with yourself about areas where you could use improvement. Your weaknesses might include things like procrastination, difficulty with public speaking, or being too critical of yourself. Once you've identified your strengths and weaknesses, make a plan for how you're going to leverage your strengths and improve your weaknesses. For example, if you're good at communicating, you might focus on developing your leadership skills. If you struggle with public speaking, you might enroll in a public speaking course to improve your skills. Remember, knowing yourself isn't a one-time event, it's an ongoing process. Your interests, values, and goals may change over time, and that's okay. The key is to stay connected to yourself and to continue exploring who you are and what matters to you. In conclusion, knowing yourself and what matters to you is an essential part of personal growth and fulfillment. By developing a greater sense of self-awareness, you can make better decisions, build stronger relationships, and live a more authentic life. Getting to know yourself and what matters to you is a lifelong journey. It takes time, effort, and commitment, but the rewards are worth it. These practices can help you develop a greater sense of self-awareness and lead a more fulfilling life. Thanks for tuning into this episode, and I hope it's inspired you to start your own journey of self-discovery. It's the way you make me feel so-